0: Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 134, our weekly podcast where we talk about everything VR and today AR and XR. I am PJ. Joining I'm me is Wookiee. Wookie. And we're joined here by Danny Parks, <laughs> VP of Tech at Trigger XR. Welcome, Danny.
2: Hey, great! Thanks, thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for joining us. Not to talk about. So, um, one thing I want to start with: VP of Tech. What What does that mean, and what do you do?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, so, I am the Vice President of Technology for Trigger. Um, Trigger is a we call ourselves the Mixed Reality Agency. Um, we're kind of a Um, A little bit of a non-traditional ad agency, we do mostly software development, um, and we specialize in mixed reality, and that includes everything across the spectrum from AR to VR to mixed reality, Um, really anything uh, that is cool and digital, uh, we want to be a part of it. Um, And as the VP of tech, I oversee our, um, our engineers and our development team.
1: That's awesome. And you guys have your um, digital hands and a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of companies like Lego and Marvel and all kinds of stuff that I, uh, it's dear to my heart. So, I'm glad to talk to you guys about it and, and see all the different applications. Like, you mentioned, like, there's a lot of different things you guys do, and it, it all looks really good. So, happy yeah, to talk about it.
2: Thank you for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I guess where, where do you want to start? We've, we've done. Uh, <laughs> Um, done a lot of work
1: so maybe real quick um like how did trigger get started and i don't i know. not think you've been there like 10 years like have you been there from the start and like how did that how did it, everything evolve over the
2: that yeah that, that's a that's a great question no so i haven't i haven't been there since the beginning um i have been there uh i think I want to say nine years now. Um, so it it feels like forever, but um, <laughs> Trigger actually had its, you know, 17th uh, anniversary yesterday wow. uh, or I guess two, two days wow. ago. Um, I've kind man. of lost track of time, but yeah, we, we've been around for a while. Um, we started out as kind of a, a more traditional um, like website design studio, um, building sites for uh film and television we, we've been like really heavily involved in basically every spider-man movie since since the <laughs> beginning yeah nice. um yeah and and so we started there um and then i want to say uh, just before i joined um we really started to kind of shift our focus away from you know traditional html sites and move into the the ar space um, our, our first AR project, uh, was did for district nine. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I didn't, it was before my time, but, um, it was using webcams and, um, kind of traditional, like print out an image target on your printer at home when everyone had a printer at home, <laughs> uh, and then hold it up to your webcam. Um, and so that was, a uh, you know, kind of like a very early taste of, of what AR would come to be. Um, and. You know, we've been kind of all in on it since. Um, actually, the the first project I I worked on when I joined Trigger. Um, so I, I show up on my first day at Trigger, and they're they're walking me around the the studio, and they sit me down and they say, "Okay, hey, we're working on a project for the World Cup with McDonald's." I'm like, "Okay, cool. We're in the big leagues. I love it." Um, <laughs> And they say, you know, it is using brand new technology from Vuforia. And I'd been familiar with kind of um, the traditional, you know, scan an image target, CAR stuff. Um, But this was you scan not just like an image target, Um, it was, you know, custom made fry boxes and they made millions of them. Um, And there was an image target on, on each fry box, and there was, I think, 14 different image targets. Uh, unique to kind of each location. And that was going to be the goal. Like you you flick a little ball into the goal. All right, cool. I'm with you. (laughs) I can do this. No problem. And then they say, we are going to use not just regular image targets, but we're going to use smart terrain. And smart terrain is you are going to be able to scan anything on, on the, the surface that you're playing on, be a fry box, a cup, Piece of trash, your shoe, whatever, <laughs> and that's going to become part of the play space.
3: That's awesome. And I was
2: like, that is super cool. I hope I don't get that part of this job because I have no <laughs> idea how to do that. Um, and of course, that was the, the the thing that was that became my piece. Um, and you know, it like, all right, now that sounds like fairly rudimentary with things like AR Foundation and LiDAR and you know, all, all the tools that we have now, but this was in 2013 and, mm-hmm. you know, we're running on like iPhone six is, is kind of like state of the art. And I was like, Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, how are we going to do this? Um, and it, you know, it worked out pretty well. I would love to redo it now, uh, with, you know, the tools that we have available, but, um, it was, you know, and I don't know, that's, that's why I love triggers. Cause we're always like right on the edge of, of what is technically possible. Um, and really pushing those boundaries, and you, you look at the stuff, and it's like, okay, that was that was kind of cool. Um, today, that would be kind of cool, but you know, nine years ago, it was kind of like, <laughs> whoa, how how do you do that?
4: Yeah, it was like in twenty, I think it was nineteen. I was just starting to play with AR Foundation and Unity, and it's still. Mm-hmm. I don't know how where it's at right now. I've not looked at it lately, but it was still kind of like eh, not everything's there, but it was kind of fun yeah. to tinker with and play with. You know, get a app on the phone that was six years later than what you're talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah crazy.
2: yeah yeah. i mean at at the time it was like you know we were talking about image targets as being kind of or no i'm sorry cylinder targets cylinder targets were kind of the new hotness um <laughs> you know we, we'd had flat targets for a long time but now we were thinking about curved targets um and just to kind of imagine you know they, they still have their place and everything but you know just imagine like what we're doing with um you know semantic scene understanding and and being able to you know figure out what's in the world around you not just you know hey what is this one? Oh, i i'm i know that i'm supposed to look for that book <laughs> and i don't know anything else about anything else yeah. in the world but you know now, now i can do body tracking and pose estimation um you know figure out what is in front of what with depth masking and all kinds of stuff. And it, it's really uh, a very different landscape from a technology standpoint.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah. I can imagine, like like you said, going back and doing that again with all the new stuff and what you know, what a difference that would make. But
3: yeah.
4: Sometimes, oh, Go ahead. Sometimes it makes me go back and think like, I was in 3D animation school way back. And that was even way after like, Bugs Life
0: mm-hmm.
4: and stuff. And it's like you think, well, the, the little Pixar lamp logo. I mean I can animate in yeah. 3D, but it's like I don't know how they made that before <laughs> Maya, you know. Right. right. <laughs> what did they do? What did you do? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, no. It's it's um the the pace of technology is just kind of incredible and you know you can always go back and look at those ideas that you pitched and it's like, wait, that was that was gonna be really hard then, but now, oh well, we've got this, you know, we've got the easy button to make that work now. Let's let's do it.
4: We're an asset um, store too. Like you oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: What's interesting to me um about AR is like, you know obviously we're in vr right now and that's a niche smaller market still but it's you know it's growing Mm -hmm. pretty quick but like with what you guys are doing like bringing that technology to people on a very like a much bigger scale with like phone apps and and -hmm. we'll get to more but you guys are touching like clothing food games toys like sports like everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i'm just curious like in your opinion like with what you guys do, does that bring more people into other forms like XR, VR type stuff, or does it make it at least the transition a little easier and people kind of understand things a little better than someone that hasn't played with anything, do you think? Oh, or definitely.
2: Not? For sure. Um, I mean, we look at, you know, uh, just kind of looking at the, the history of it, right? Our, initially, in order to do anything AR, you, you almost needed a full-blown app every single time. And now we are getting into you know you can do AR on the web, um, you know, and a lot of that is down to you know evolutions in technology, Um, but also there's been kind of a a groundswell in consumer understanding of what AR is and how to use it. Like we used to have to tell people. There was so much instruction that we'd have to give people about how to how to scan a thing, how to place an object in your space and you know, move around and you can touch it. And you know, like all of kind of these basic interactions that folks take for granted nowadays because yeah. they just have so much more familiarity with it. And you know, we're we're in a little bit of a you know our own our own resonance chamber and that you know, we talk to folks in the industry all the time and you know, there are you know, you, your grandmother in Idaho may not know, but um, just the the bar of where folks are at comfort-wise has really raised. Um, and I think a lot of it, honestly, is down to things like um, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, um, those those mass market reach platforms that have really taken advantage of AR and and adding digital content to camera feeds um and they have you know like some of the stuff that that snap does is you know it is hard to compete with from just a pure computer science standpoint um they have some really incredible engineers doing some really incredible stuff um hmm. uh, and, and it's it's a little bit weird to think about it like that from you know like oh for a long time in my head snap was you know the folks who just made you know (laughs) um you know selfie camera right yeah um but then you know when you look at what they are doing uh you know with the uh you know on a 12 year old android device they can do you know body tracking or you know semantic segmentation you know of of any kind of uh ml model and it's like wow really all right tell me how (laughs)
4: I follow on twitter like did a full body scan of i think it was like one of the original ninja turtle movie like suits. Mm-hmm. yeah Put that in there and then she was body tracking with that and dancing yeah. and i was like it i mean if you didn't know any better it kind of looked like the cut scene of the movie because of the scan oh, was yeah. so good and the animation was fun. i was like
2: what the hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, know, like, I think the original turtle <laughs> The original Ninja Turtles movie had had worse animation than that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the puppets or the suits the way they were, yeah. Um, yeah. That was the first that's time funny. Like, like Snapchat was doing anything like that and I was like,
1: "Oh, damn." Yeah. yeah. It's funny cuz yeah. like I'm an old man so when you say Snapchat I cringe just a little bit, but then <laughs> like you said like they're doing such insane things, like you got to give them props because
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, that's
1: some crazy stuff going on.
2: Well, yeah, and, and, and say
4: prop. <laughs> oh, sorry, <Just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
2: and you know that's that's one of the things that that I look at is, um, you know how, how are where are people finding this technology, right? Like, where are you know we want to go and meet people where they're at, right? We don't necessarily want to go and like have to invent an audience, right? We want to find the folks that are out there show them you know meet them where they're at and then build cool things for where they're at and like you were asking earlier about like how does that kind of translate and and bridge the gap to say something like this where it's full vr um you know that the path there for me is pretty clear right right now you know the 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 limitation on on why isn't every vr space just chock full of people. Is because of the hardware, right? Like not yeah. everybody's got it. It's kind of expensive. Yeah. You have you you can only use it in a limited environment, but just about every single person on the planet has a smartphone, right? Yep. Yeah. What happens when the the way that we connect with information transitions from a little screen that you hold in your pocket to a pair of glasses or a screen that is constantly on your face? right? No. Um, and that I think is, you know, that next uh, giant leap that we're all kind of like hold, holding our breath for. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I was optimistic. I, I heard rumors that I got, you know, Apple's pushing it uh, again a little further down the line. But, you know, mm-hmm. when when someone like an Apple or a Google finally says, you know, this is it, and gets that kind of um, buy-in on it, I can I can really just imagine, you know, how that is going to change, not just the way we we experience digital content, but the way we experience the entire world around us.
4: Yeah, at that um, point, like an entire sector of, I don't want to be rude to anybody, but fanboys, they could have been crap. on, I don't know, like VR for example, and as soon as somebody like Apple buys in, then well, it must have been a good thing the whole time have <laughs> just been waiting for it. It's going to be great because their buddies into it, or their yeah. favorite into it. So then that's just like boom, flood.
2: Uh, yeah, and and you know, like I, I get the feeling that that you know, folks are looking at VR and like, yeah, that is cool, but it's it's niche, right? Like
3: mm-hmm.
2: just trying to get folks into it. You know, we've we've had a similar um, kind of audience issue where we can get, you know, installations and people love VR for installations, um, you know, because it is a very, like you're in total control, right? Like you can build whatever set you want. You can build whatever experience you want. Um, the downside is the throughput, right? Like you got to get people in the headsets and out of the headsets. Um, but it is, you know, totally mind blowing for those folks who do get to experience it. But, you try and do that with you know mass market appeal and it is a just a smaller audience, right? Less people have headsets than have phones.
4: Yeah. Um and like the, the quest one, I'm still rocking one. It's amazingly still work. But you <laughs> the three, four hundred dollar price point, and everybody just swing that. There's some people that can swing that all day long, and some people are like, That's gonna be eating ramen for a couple months. <laughs> it's a yeah. huge you know, some people forget how how it's like to live in certain ways, and it's a huge, mm-hmm. you know, huge setback. So I like to keep the older hardware just to see how long it lasts. before I have ones mm-hmm. like I could go buy the Quest Pro, but it's kind of like I'm kind of digging how much stuff still works on the Quest. <laughs> so, but
2: it's yeah, a, it's a big leap. I I really like I, I I want the Quest Pro. I don't have one yet, but I am super excited by that that digital pass through yeah, that was yeah. the one feature that I have been yeah. you know like give, give me that that's what I really want we <laughs> were uh, first buying into
4: VR headsets I was trying to pick which one we wanted because uh, you know PJ and I were looking at both stuff we ended up with the, the original Rift but then you know mm-hmm. Microsoft had the XR stuff with their MR mixed reality headsets, and you can see like Minecraft stuff on your kitchen table <laughs> And I was like, yep. where's that not available anywhere? And like, there, there was like a concept, I guess. Like, right. damn it. And now you can play that Demio game on your kitchen yeah. table. I'm like, Ooh, there we go. That's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> <it's> rough. <laughs> it's rough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of work with um, the different headsets out there, especially the um the optical pass through ones like the HoloLens, Unreal, um, stuff like that. And you know, I I enjoy kind of that um I guess that that sense that like the the world is still out there, right? You're still in the physical space and you can always always look around and see what's around you. The thing that I don't love about it is that you can't really get fully immersive, right? You can't yeah. You can't totally occlude the user's view. Um, you know, and you there's still, you know, a lot of physics to solve and and how to get that field of view to get from you know here to to here, (laughs) but um, you know, I I am personally more excited about a digital pass-through just from the ability to say, like, you know what, I want to have complete right ability. On on anything that you're looking at, so that there there isn't like you know this is your safe space, right? And if you look away mm-hmm. from it, content disappears. Yeah. That really breaks that that sense of immersion, um, mm-hmm. and that it's that game edge game. is always right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're always putting the fourth wall in somebody's face.
1: Yeah, I always. We've talked about it with a couple of devs, and like, I always like like my. You know, they're getting there, but, like, the mixture of um AR and VR, like, I think the example is we're playing Jurassic Park on a quest and my cat walks in the room, like, it should turn my cat into a dinosaur, you know, just to keep the immersion going, but I also kind of know that's my cat, don't step on it. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, just bringing the real world in without breaking immersion, like you're saying, like, that, that's, like, my pinnacle. That, that'd be amazing. Like, there's... Oh, go ahead.
4: To that point with your cat walking through being a dinosaur, though, I get really immersed, like freaked out by games. Atmospheric stuff gets me. I might launch my cat through the window. (laughs) Boot. You're like, oops, there goes Jerry, (laughs) the cat. He's dead. (laughs) There was like a little monster there. I'd kick him. I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Like with Passu, there's a lot of like very creative people doing a lot of cool things. And, uh, you know, I, I just having the option of like, you know, shooting zombies from my couch in my own living room, but then also being able to hop into a totally enclosed space, like you're saying, like in VR and being immersed and not seeing anything else. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, that's the goal.
4: Want to <laughs> shoot
2: zombies in your own house, though? I don't know. <laughs> <something>. could. <laughs> Because you sleep in that house again after you're dead. Yeah, good point, good point. Uh-huh.
4: That was just an if example. It's, if it's the funny zombies, like uh, the plants Stones. versus zombies ones, maybe. But if anything that's on a level of realism... Okay, i like the- to
1: play Demio in real life with people in the same room, but with a headset on, like so I can see my room, but not them, <laughs> I guess. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I saw a headline, I haven't read the article, but... Um about playing tabletop board games uh you know with you know tabletop simulator but you know in a physical space with physical pieces and you know it's like yes that would be very cool that'd be a lot of fun um and you know there's you know we look at it as you know there's a ton of entertainment stuff that feels like a gimme Right, you know that that makes obvious sense. That would be very fun, but then you also look at like how would it transform the way people live and work, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're driving down the street, I don't I don't know if this happens to me all the time, and I'm driving past something new, and it's a cool old building, and I'm like, I wish I knew what that was. Like, what is the history of that building? Who's in there now? Mm you know and then just have the ability to you know have that pers- persistent geospatial information um you know i think it, it would really change the way people learn about the world yeah. around them um there's a great xkcd uh comic about you know what it was like pre-internet and you know to ask oh i wish i knew more about that oh well you know that's kind of too bad (laughs) Uh, but now you can google stuff and just imagine when you know you don't have to pull a tiny slab of glass out of your pocket to, to find out another piece of information
1: yeah and getting back to what you guys do like um you know all kinds of applications like like i said clothing and you know sizing and just how it looks on you because we all know like Mm -hmm. i have a problem or nothing looks good on me so whatever (laughs) but (laughs) um just all those different applications that you you can pull off just by you know a little creativity and kind of some you know thought on it it's just like in your video here like when you scan the haagen dazs thing it opens up into a store and you're looking at flavors and stuff like all the neat stuff but then like the information side of that too like you're saying just like the sky is a limit and you guys seem to oh, be yeah. really hitting a lot of those chords and with a lot of different items so that's,
2: yeah well and that's one of the things that i really like about what we do you know advertising is really about you know informing folks right so you know for for haagen like we want to tell people the story and the history of haagen-dazs right like that's the cool part about their their anniversary and yeah we want to we want to make people excited about the product and um you know engage with the brand but you know the the reason that folks are are interested in that kind of thing is because they're curious um you know and want to show more information um you know anytime. And we're, you know, we got a lot of celebrity stuff up here too, you know, Kirk Street and a lot of sports figures and, you know, being able to, you know, connect and engage with those personalities in in kind of fun and playful ways. Um, You know, that's, that's super fun for, for people to, to be able to do that when, you know, how often are you going to get to meet Megan Rapinoe, you know, (laughs)
3: Um, which
2: you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, you know, just being able to use technology and, and take these kind of create these digital artifacts that people can bring into their world and, and make part of their lives and and create their own stories using this stuff is really fun.
1: Yeah. To be honest, like Um, I'm not a sports person, but like if I could put on a pair of glasses and like, have a cool enough interface and just kind of like read some stats and things. Like I might be able to make it through a game if I had to. Oh yeah. you know.
2: (laughs) So this is a little bit of just kind of an anecdote, but we did a a thing with the Dallas Cowboys and it was uh, live stats from the game. Um, uh, I know you're not much of a a sports person, but if you go on ESPN.com, they have a thing called Gamecast. And it's like a like a play by play kind of Twitter style feed of what's happening on every play. Um, and the idea was to to be able to kind of display that in AR um, and, you know, plus it up with kind of the broadcast style graphics of, you know, like footballs flying around and confetti and all that stuff when, when cool things happened. Um, and so we we built this thing and we hooked into the data that's, that's coming and, and, you know, feeding all of these different sports sites and broadcast things and things like that. And what was really interesting about it was that the data is, you know, for the NFL, because of, of for a lot of reasons, the data that, that kind of depicts the information about the play, like Dask, Dak Prescott rolled out to the right and threw a 15 yard touchdown pass to Amari Cooper. Um, all of that is typed in by some guy watching the game <laughs> at the stadium. So there's like, you know, there's some there's some delay built into that and then there's delay built into like, okay, it's got to get uploaded, it's got to hit the servers and then it's got to get pinged out. Um, and so when you were in stadium and if you were like at the game and you had this open, with all those delays built in, you were maybe like a player two, sometimes even three plays behind the, the live action when you were looking at it on your phone. But if mm-hmm. you were at home watching the game on on broadcast TV, because of the built-in broadcast delays, you were seeing the future. Right? <laughs> You're watching a live game and you knew what play what, what was going to happen on that play a couple of seconds before it came in. And it was like, wow, that is this, this feels very much like, you know, we're in minority report and somebody's yeah. telling you what's gonna happen.
1: That's like reverse leg if you think about it. Like that's weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and
1: then, like like you were saying with the building you walk by, but that you could apply that to like museums and paintings and like Music, like albums and like anything you could think of, you could do that with. That'd be really, really neat. It'd be really cool Absolutely. to see. Yeah. This
4: is turning into Watchdogs a little bit. Like watchdog, <laughs> you know? I mean, just yeah. Records start playing, and it's like, hey, this go. Looks good on you. Like, Get it off. <laughs> It'd be weird.
2: You, you know, it's funny. I used to, I used to look at technology and, you know, think like, okay, there is some stuff that is totally fantastical, and you know, that will never happen. And I am starting to become less and less skeptical as mm-hmm. as time goes on. You know, it's, 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 if somebody can dream it, it feels more like a matter of when than if at this point, um, yeah. you know, some of the advances in uh, ML have just kind of, well, if you can do that, what can't you do? Mm-hmm. You know,
3: I just showed um, PJ like
4: the AI art generator. From the oh,
3: room yeah. Of
2: that.
4: And uh, yeah, She can draw, but she was like, let me see if I put my own picture in this and what it does. And it's like correcting some of her cloth folds. And (laughs) Um, she was like, I don't really like to post my picture on the internet just because she's like, I wanted to paint you, but I had to explain you because I didn't, I knew you didn't want me to upload the photo, so She just typed in an explanation of me and I sent it to PJ. I'm like, "How, how, not how close it looks to me, but how good of a photo do you think it was? And there's this like, perfect anime drawing that could be like a poster it was like completely yeah. perfect
3: wow no
4: sixth wow. finger no nothing and i was like "That's <laughs> from like eight words and you just typed yep. it in like yeah kind I mean, of
3: like, it, spooky
2: <laughs> it is it is you know one of those things where right now it it feels very hard to grasp the extents to which this is going to change stuff um other than to know that it's going to be big um, yeah. you know we've been doing we've been messing around with it a little bit just from a standpoint of you know we put a lot of imagery into our proposals and our pitch decks for our clients and now when you can you know take the idea that you've come up with write it out in a sentence and then throw it into an ai image generator and get a visual representation, not just one, but you know, dozens of visual concepts mm-hmm. back, it's like, okay, wow, that, how many hours would it have taken an yeah. illustrator to go out and do that work? Um, I am also crazy excited about not just what this means for 2D imagery, but for all kinds of digital content. Right. If you can, um, you know, describe a level layout or even just, I would like a scene set in a Star Wars universe where the Mandalorian might fight a bunch of stormtroopers in a cantina. Right. And instead of just a, a 2D image, can you have 3D geometry? can you have set decoration can you have full characters can you have animation like where is the limits on this stuff um if
4: you could and, literally do it and just be like let's have the fight from that 300 movie going on while we're talking and they're like tripping over us and are <laughs> <You're> like
2: <laughs> yeah what do you do yeah.
4: <laughs> but can you All imagine
1: right. like just being I mean, hey i'm gonna sit here and tell you a story and then the AI just like builds the video for it while you're doing it like that that's right. insane. It's creepy, like when that old guy on PBS would tell a story and that old lady was drawn and chalked and like
4: <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna know what that is.
2: But yeah, it was kind of old. old.
4: <laughs> yeah, deep,
2: deep cat I like it. um <laughs> Well, and and you know, for me, you know, that I think is one of those things where we, you know, from our current frame of reference, that feels very far out and wild and you know but ask me in five years right yeah. and that's gonna be passe and what we're going to be talking about is not just kind of the the technical implementation of it but where are the bounds creatively right are were we not are we not asking for a uh, you know a, an army of 300? right? (laughs) Or, you know, the hot gates, what we are asking for is, we want a, a backdrop for this conversation. And it is taking, you know, who we are, you know, our, our social media profiles, our preferences, and deciding what that should be, and generating it out of whole cloth, right? Um, Mm. You know, looking at the audience who is watching, you know, and figuring out what should, what should we be talking about? Like, how is it going to steer the conversation? Right. You know, yeah. do, do we even need to get involved? Right. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, are, are these, are, are these we even
4: necessary anymore? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Is
2: what I is think. The content, AI
4: watching?
2: <laughs> if we, if it is all hail our robot overlords, um, <laughs> you know, but I think the way we think about, content is fundamentally going to change in the next 10 years you know are we even really going to be talking about um creators in the same way is it going to have the same meaning um and and yes i think there's always going to be a place for you know the the folks who have the skills that they have now right i think there's always going to i mean you look at um you know it's not like traditional painting has gone away because of photoshop right but new tools allow folks to do new things and i think there is going to be a seismic shift a you know an asteroid moment um in the way that you know we engage with digital content in the next 10 years
1: yeah and i think a good example of that is is vr because like Rosie summers or all those really talented vr painters like go like this and they (laughs) zoom in and you're in like a freaking landscape Mm -hmm. and it's like holy crap and then they zoom back out and add to the world like like that that's the stuff that blew my mind most about vr like when she was doing that we were in there and i was like holy moly like i'm a gamer by Mm -hmm by his history and and not trade but you know a long time gamer and that's why i got into vr but like all the other stuff is what has been exciting to me more than gaming like art and you know dealing with therapies and all that other stuff like because there's just so many options just like ar like there's so many use cases and different things you can do with it but like what you're describing to me, I've already seen in VR and it's blowing my mind. I'm like, how come no one else is talking about this? like, <laughs> it's yeah. insane.
2: Well, and you know, I, th- I think that is kind of the ultimate dream for a, a our creator creators to be able to control or, or uh, control is maybe a strong word for it, but like um, be able to create every aspect of the world. Um, you know, and you know, whether you're a writer, whether you're uh, a visual artist, um, performance artist, whatever, you know, that is, you, you want to, you want to influence every aspect of somebody's experience. And I think VR is kind of the, the core tenant of it is that, you know, we are able to shape every aspect of your reality um you know i think we're still waiting for that kind of physical feedback loop um you know getting getting some haptics in there is going to be you know i think there's some mecha- electromechanical and uh uh some other physics to solve before that really um really comes to the point where we're all there but yeah i think the the hmd revolution is nigh how nigh i'm not sure but uh i think we're we're on the cusp and i'm very excited for it
1: yeah it's gonna be i mean you can't even imagine what's gonna come from it but it's also like and i was talking the other day about you know the and i don't want to get too deep into this because it's not as fun to talk about but (laughs) like you know just digital security and like. I don't know what you call. I wouldn't want to say policing, but like laws and safety and all that wrapped around everything that's you know coming. And you know we're already behind on a lot of that stuff, and that's kind of scary. But um, mm-hmm. you know it's the other side of that coin that you got to think about too, and and rights and all that stuff is oh yeah going to be I very mean, interesting.
2: <laughs> absolutely, you know the the laws that we have around now around ip and property ownership and and all of that you know those were written before computers right so how do you you know i think with ai especially um there's gonna have to be whole new bodies of of law and precedent around how we we handle this stuff before before the dust settles and, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a lawyer, but, uh, (laughs) it's, it's going to be complicated. And I don't know, I don't know what the right answer is, or even, even what a good answer might be. Um, but between that and, you know, the, the privacy and the security thing, you know, we're in, we're an advertising agency, uh, and we deal a lot with, um, you know, just data rights and, and, you know, making sure that, the end user, you know, we're not doing anything, you know, we're not stealing data from end users or even Mm -hmm. collecting stuff that we shouldn't have, you know, and, and a lot of that has really changed the industry and and how people think about advertising and digital media in general. And it's, it's only going to get more complicated before it, before it simplifies, but you know, the, the legal landscape is just as complicated, if not more so than the, the, you know, the geographical landscape of, you know, every state country city almost has their own, um, rules around this stuff. And, you know, we, we sort of left that, that golden age of, I say golden age, but, um, -hmm. you know, when any data was good data, right. You, you couldn't have enough. Um, and that's that's no longer the case right you know people have a a right to their to their own data and you know everyone needs to respect that and um you know be be considerate of of what you're getting and what you're using it for yeah
1: it's almost like we should focus that ai instead of paintings and music and things Send that at the law side of things first. <laughs> Let them yeah. figure out their own shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, we got a letter uh, uh, from a
4: medical provider that said uh, we made an oopsie and wanted to do something. So we put a tracking pixel on our webpage. And now Facebook has everybody's medical records.
3: Sorry. Our bad. And it's Oops. like, um, what? <laughs> something like a lawsuit? <laughs>
4: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I want to gear up oh, yeah. for that one because like
3: you wanted to test who's clicking on your page. So you gave away all of our stuff in Facebook. Why do you want it? But, <laughs> yeah. Or meta, sorry. sorry meta. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, it is really interesting to think about,
2: just how much data some somebody like Meta or Snap or um TikTok has about folks and kind of the way that we we interact with the world and, and content and you know what what inferences they're able to draw from it just from having that mm-hmm. big of a data set. Um it's pretty pretty wild to think about you think of like okay we can get amazing just beautiful 2d images from text based on you know essentially just a giant data set of of imagery and text well if you have an even bigger data set of text imagery behavior you know click action content views like what can you generate from that? Right. Um, it's, uh, you know, one has to, I like to think that, you know, at the end of the day, people are still people and there are good sides and bad sides to that. But I do think that there is some really amazing opportunities for people to do good with, with that kind of information. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully we'll, you know,
3: We'll see that before we see the bad side. Yeah, yeah it would be.
0: Landscape.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like if if they at least even each other out. Is that enough or not? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. Um, every time I I get one of those, like, do you want to share data? Do you want allow cookies or whatever? <laughs> there's, I, you know, I have that that immediate gut reaction of like. No, of course not. Why do you want that? (laughs) You know? Um, and I, I don't, I don't think I'll I'll ever quite get over that, but you know, some of, some of it for me is like, okay, well, do you want to live in a world where you're afraid of what people might do with your data? Or do you want to live in a world where you assume people want to do good with with that data? um, and, and so far uh, it
1: appears that all they can do with it is show me shit to buy that I've already bought. So oh well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: That
2: that you know, you know, I tell you, think I tell you might my like wife's He-Man
4: toys. Yeah. <laughs> you, just...
2: <laughs> you know what? You're right. I really did enjoy that He-Man toy. I, I tell my wife that all the time. It's like they're gonna show me ads one way or another. Do I want to see an ad about a prescription medicine or you know, some yeah. something that I might actually want to buy? Yeah.
1: Until you're used to like seeing stuff that's actually relevant, but then some jackass in the other room is talking about um, erectile dysfunction, and then you start seeing <laughs> that you're like, "Oh shit!"
4: Like, no. Yeah. I mean, a TV tells a joke, and you're like, "Hears yeah. it," and then it's like, "Well." Yeah. And that's and the thing. Like we
1: have... we've, we've kind of had this conversation way back. You know, when we got into VR and like we, you know, Facebook's watching and this and that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well. Yeah, the cameras like they map your room, but it's like, like you said from the start, every single person on the planet almost has a cell phone, and you can't tell mm-hmm. me like there's not more going into that than what I'm wearing on my head. So, like, uh. oh
3: yeah, well,
4: <laughs> well, I I get lazy with it, but my girlfriend still puts washi tape on her phone camera when she wants to take a photo. She peels it off, so we can't, you're getting nothing from her phone. <laughs> this thing's got like eight cameras and you can see uh pictures of what the you know facebook before it was meta has like you know a picture of like, a kitchen scene and every single shape is highlighted in a color and it's like this is back like kitchen wall tile these are people this is probably a plate of cookies with 98 <laughs> percent accuracy and this is a fridge mm-hmm. and it's, like it's in here <laughs> <This thing is laughs> yeah like, that's well,
1: what's kind of scary with scenes, phones when you think about it like most other, every other device has a slide cover, like a physical block. Why doesn't a phone
4: have that? <laughs> like, I don't know. And then they're putting cameras underneath the screen. So there's a camera facing you that you might not even know is there if you turn the other one off. True. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway.
2: Well, Do-do-do-do-do. and when we start wearing, <laughs> when we start wearing HMDs everywhere, you know, there's the. <laughs> The Google Glass holes and people had a pretty <laughs> negative reaction to that. But um, you know, I do think that it's just going to be a shift in kind of how we view our our privacy in public spaces. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's going to be good things for it and bad things for it. Uh, I honestly like I I think it's kind of undeniable that our expectation of privacy has changed in the last twenty years. You know, before everyone had the ability to walk around with a camera at all times, you know, what we thought of as private spaces and and what was acceptable has was was very different. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think I think it's going to keep evolving. You know, we we change our our understanding of what is what is okay and what isn't with the times and. Um, you know, technology is a big, a big factor in that, uh, and I think it's going to continue to be. I don't know which way it's going to go. You know, there, eventually, I suspect the, the pendulum may swing the other way, but, you know, maybe not. Maybe we all, all kind of, you know, just kind of throw up your hands and say, all right, let's, let's get it all on the internet all the time. Why not?
3: You know? <laughs> I would be elegant, I, to
2: that, uh, I think. <laughs> I I will I will be there with you with my pitchfork, um, you know. But I I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to say. Uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of benefits. You know, there there's some already. You know, movements around kind of radical transparency. Um, yeah. You know, it, it'd be uh, interesting to see what you know. That's the one thing I wish I had was the ability to see see the future you know and see what shape things are going to be
4: i'd like to see the past but then it's like
3: i feel bad for some
4: actors like they caught some photos of my boy daniel craig in between like bond movies and he had (laughs) the the donut belly it's yeah. fun, he had like you know all this other stuff, and he's like just a normal guy. But he's going to go get in shape for the movie. But they they drag him through the mud because he's got a punch. Or I think Vin you know, <laughs> Diesel was on his yacht and he had a punch. Yeah. But it's like, well, that's because there's paparazzi following these guys. All right. But if you have one one weekend where you just had a pizza and like I had a donut a week, you know, I've got a punch. Nobody's <laughs> going to care until you get famous on Twitter or something. But then with oh, all yeah. these records, they're going to go back in time and look up videos of you. And they're going to like, that boy had a punch. Cancel.
2: <laughs> uh, well, and that's, that's where I'm like, how are we going to have politicians? In, right. You know, it, who grew up with, you know, a Facebook account, right. Or, yeah. you know, a, yeah. a Twitter account and, and we're, adolescents and uh young people on the internet right young people do stupid things it's kind of part of being young um yep. and then to have a permanent record of that for everyone to go and see and, and point at and yeah i don't know
4: it's uh it's gonna be tough it's gonna be
2: tough to get into politics in the next couple of years
4: But <laughs> regardless whoever those politicians are going to be trigger is gonna be around to fit them with that suit. That's right. <laughs> and Legoize their face, which is kind of fun.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um one of the one of the coolest things we built was a uh, a thing for the Lego museum in in Denmark. Um mm-hmm. and it's it's a bit of a bummer because the only way you can experience it is to to fly to Denmark and, and go and <laughs> build this thing. But you you actually like build on a little plate a little lego fish and then put it into a scanner and then your your scanned lego fish shows up into this giant aquarium that is you know just a massive uh 20 by 40 foot wall um it's super cool
1: yeah, it sounds I mean, cool
2: <laughs> yeah
1: i was gonna ask you one of my questions um you know with everything you guys do like and being the vp of technology i'm sure you you guys play with a lot of stuff like and if you don't have to tell me anything secret or anything but like what's one of the funnest things like you guys are just playing around with whether you've released it or not or like just an idea you had or like you mm. kind of always think of like that was really awesome that was a lot of fun
2: <laughs> you know um i think there's a there's a couple of moments when i think of you know just from the the historical perspective of like oh whoa that that was the that was it right <laughs> um and I don't know if anybody remembers Google Tango um but it was I want to say like 2016. Um it no I know it was after that it was probably 19 maybe hmm. 18 some, somewhere in there anyway it was one of the very first phones to have a lidar uh, built into it um and it was you know kind of uh a competitor to euphoria at the time but it's kind of like early days of ar core right and you could anchor content like you can now but way before you could you could and that moment like seeing and, and we did a, a thing with honda and Lego and You know, had had kids come build stuff, and you were showing off Honda designs with it. But um, we would give this phone to little kids, and they would place the content, and then just like run around like little kids do, and the content would stay like rock solid anchored. And it was just like, oh my goodness, this is what VR or AR is supposed to be, right? Like, if AR ever gets to be like this on every phone out there it's going to change the world. Um, and we're, and we're there, you know, and it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, this is super cool. But seeing that, you know, five, six years before it hit the kind of the mainstream and the mass market, you know, that's, that was super exciting for us. Um, I'm trying to think what, what else did we do do that was, uh, you know, super cool. Oh, um, there's been some, um, interesting stuff with uh VR in cars. Um and we got to do a project with VR in a car. Yeah, I saw
1: that on Twitter. You guys were talking about that.
2: Yeah. That was it was it was very early days and it it never got released or you know anything. But um we had a, a headset that you would put in the back of a car and it was receiving telemetry data from the vehicle and it would drive you around a virtual cityscape um, based on where the the actual car went and it was like it was you know you weren't you weren't driving the car while wearing the headset that's um i've seen bmw did that but on a closed (laughs) track and it was to me sounded terrifying but um (laughs) as a passenger it was like the coolest roller coaster ever and the graphics were super janky and you know like you know they didn't didn't look great but it was like yeah let's do this let's go around the parking lot again you know (laughs) drive me through that wall Um, uh, and it was just that that connection between the digital and the physical um that was super cool Uh, and you can kind of like now with the idea of um, autonomous vehicles and you know just way more connectivity than we had in the past you know you can kind of start to see that like yeah Combining all of that with HMDs and, and connected um, systems between you know internet of everything right like cars uh, uh, streetlights um, infrastructure at large, and and suddenly, the digital world becomes a you know, indistinguishable from the physical world and super well integrated. Um, and I think that you know that's I think one of those moments where we're going to look back and say like, yeah, that was the precursor to all of this that we kind of take <laughs> for granted.
3: Sounds neat. Yeah, it's yeah. really neat. With you know,
1: we were talking about pass through before, and like. I've played some early things of some devs, you know, playing with the pass through and all that, and like it is really neat to match the physical world with the digital and kind of do things, and like that's one thing that does excite me. To you know, we were talking about the Quest Pro and you know getting the color pass through and all that, like you know, right on the fence with that one we were talking about, but yeah, it, there is is just really neat when you you know whether you're playing a VR game and you know if it's like you you're swinging a weapon or playing golf like um feels really good but when you can actually physically like if you set your digital like chair in a spot and stuff and you can just sit down and trust Mm -hmm. that you can sit (laughs) down you know there's just it's it's one of those feelings that you can't really explain right at least i can't and just it feels really neat and really cool and
4: kind of like future (laughs) i guess
3: oh yeah Yeah,
1: it's
4: like yeah the uh the uh, Emu VR for emulation, if you've seen that one, but you got like a 90s kid bedroom set up and you, you have actual like Super Nintendo consoles with your mm-hmm. Super Nintendo legally acquired ROMs. You <laughs> pop in and you got like, you, you're playing the game on a TV and VR and I'm like, you got a guest room? that I think I really want to set up to be physically exactly like that room. Yeah, you know, because that would be <laughs> rad. And then... Yeah the first like Rift home would have the homes. Like I remember I had the couches and things like that. And I remember trying to scoot my couch around. me. Like, yeah, can I get it to work? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would just be the neatest thing.
3: Yeah. I, I love the idea of,
2: you know, instead of having to go and physically move your, your, your physical <laughs> stuff to line up with your digital stuff, just have the two, you know, be symbiotic wherever you are sees
3: it and it's just like places your couch there
2: yeah um you know we we do a lot of stuff with with you know entertainment um clients you know the idea that you know i can have spider-man hanging out with me on my couch (laughs) watching tv you know that would be super cool um (laughs) you know we do a lot of kind of like photo ops right and you know bring them in and take a photo with me and my friends that kind of thing but if you look at okay well can spiderman talk to me right can i have a persistent you know semi-aware and entertaining digital embodiment of of that that would be super cool i mean like i don't know have you guys seen those um those r2d2 toys that have, like, voice activation and stuff?
4: hmm You can yeah, follow them around, you get them passing and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, or you say, like, uh, hey, R2, tell me about Darth Vader, and he'll be scared, and be like, oh. Um, <laughs> and I'll play, he'll play the Imperial March, you know? Um, that kind of... It doesn't have to be, you know, like, that next level super smart ai you know we don't have yeah. to achieve sentience in our ai for it to be super fun and engaging um yeah. and i think there's we're we're pretty close to the point where you know even just with the tools that we have you can have really fun experiences with characters that you know and love and have them still feel like those characters but you know
1: if you could in, in fashion Having like a world of warcraft dwarf that I could sit next to me on my couch and just say <laughs> stupid shit all night long, and yeah. call me names you laugh and like, at a you know, show, he
4: just he just kind he of is. mimics what you're doing, he'll start laughing at the show <laughs>
1: uh-huh. that'd be funny that'd be that'd be awesome, like just calling you names in that accent <laughs> like <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean you know we we look at okay, everybody's got uh, I don't know. Most people I know have some kind of, uh, you know, smart device somewhere, whether it's their phone or an Alexa in their, you know, car or refrigerator or whatever. Somebody's got something they can talk to, um, and I think we're going to get to the point pretty soon where we're not all talking to the same the same four AI, right? We have the ability to kind of customize and change those in interesting ways. And you add that to the, you know, this idea we were talking about earlier about, um, you know, how content gets generated, and you know, it's it's going to be a really cool and interesting world very soon, uh, in ways that we we kind of struggle to to come to grips with right now.
1: I can't tell if he's hinting at something they're doing <laughs> or just in general.
2: <laughs> yeah, was it a threat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. well, watch that's kind I, I, I told you i told you first um no no it's uh you know i yeah, i've seen fork. little bits and pieces of it you know like we get we get to play with a lot of really interesting technology kind of before it, it's out yeah, i haven't sure. seen anything that's um you know like oh yes this is that one piece that we've all been waiting for and you know it's going to change the world, but you start to put enough of the pieces together, um, and the picture changes in in big ways.
3: Actually, hmm. well, I have a big day tomorrow, so I'm going to call out. Oh, I, I don't want to leave the conversation and I want to stop it. <laughs> we got a really, early day. No, no problem. Worries. Well, yeah, Good thanks you having me. Well, I got to, to chat with you. Yeah. See you guys later. Adios. See you, Wookie. Have a good okay. early day. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
1: So while he exits, um, <clears throat> is there anything you want to talk about? Like, what if you guys have something upcoming, you can talk about, or something like that just happened? Like anything you want to like share that that you you're really proud of or like really enjoyed working
2: on, or um man we've done so much really fun stuff uh,
1: that's why like, again i just from the video and like talking to you guys like i don't even know how you keep track and remember half the stuff cuz there's <laughs> just so much going yeah, on yeah
2: you, you know we typically have you know anywhere from i want to say almost 20 to 30 projects going at any one time <laughs> um, and they're all they're all pretty cool um you know we we do a lot of work with kind of all of the all of the stuff that when i was a kid i was like oh i love that i love that um and we get to work with it with you know basically all of my heroes (laughs) um you know uh it's it's funny you know so much of what we do um you know is in that entertainment space, and Disney is a huge part of that. So we love working with Disney. Um, you know they own Marvel, so it's it's cool to work on all of the MCU stuff. Um, we, Google's a a, a big um, a big partner of ours. Uh, you know Verizon. We do a lot of work with Verizon. Um, We've seen in the in the sizzle here, um, AR Pro. Um, which is actually, uh, I think we're we're probably gonna um, sunset that this year. But um, that's cool because it's you know sports, and you, we got to meet some of the you know the the world's premier athletes um, and do cool right. stuff with them. Um, you know the NFL and and some of the NFL teams, and and getting to do something for the Super Bowl <laughs> was amazing.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that's a big thing um real quick a question on that so when you you know Mm -hmm. you're talking to like maybe it's the players and all that like what are the reactions from that side of the conversation when you're like hey we're gonna do this and like is it yeah are they blown away or they are (laughs) they you know you
2: you know it's 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 hard to tell because you know they're all such you know really generous and and they're always excited to be there you know and i don't know how much of that is like their agent is you know prepping them and being like all right you got to do this thing or whatever but like <laughs> we've never had a, a a bad experience where somebody's come in and just been like you want to do what why <laughs> you know they're always like oh that's very cool how do i you know I would love to see myself in AR. You're going to capture me volumetrically, and I can, (laughs) you know, place a little version of me on my tabletop and spin it around. That is awesome. How do I get this? Um, You know, uh, there's, and then, you know, there are some who are super tech fans and just like anything that smells of technology. They're like, yes, I, I tell me how this works. How, you know, how are you doing this? and then there are those who are like I have no idea what that is but it's very cool. Uh <laughs> I probably can't make that work on my own but it looks neat. <laughs> um we've never That's had cool. yeah, we've never had a, a bad experience with, you know, kind of any of the the celebrity talent at it that may just be you know, they're they're very well trained and uh <laughs> you know, being friendly and 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 people focused, but it's been it's been super cool to meet some of these folks and and work closely with them. Um, we got to work with uh will I am of the black eyed Peas um, nice. and and he introduced us to kind of a whole array of you know hip hop legends um, which was super cool Do
1: you ever <laughs> just find yourself in the middle of those things and be like how did I get here? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> to me, that'd yeah. be mind blowing. Like...
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, uh, and, and you know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm the tech guy, so I'm not, you know, necessarily, <laughs> you know, I only have to, to get involved if like something goes wrong. So, you know, typically I get to kind of just sit back and watch, but um, yeah, there have definitely been instances where it's like, I'm in a room with, people who, you know, whose net, who, who, you know, whose, uh, you know, daily income is worth more than my net worth. You know, it's like, (laughs) wow. Uh, all right, let's, let's do this, you know? Um, (laughs) but yeah, like I said, they're all super nice and, and friendly and, you know, down to earth. I've, I've never had an experience of like, you know, go make me a coffee. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know it's it's always been it's always been really fun
1: that's awesome sounds like a really fun environment i mean you guys are obviously working on stuff you are really into and enjoy so that's that's you don't have to battle but
2: oh yeah yeah it's um you know it's a special place to work you know we get to work on like i said anything that i thought as as a as a kid growing up uh, you know it would be cool to work on that we've got to, a chance to work on it i, I can't think of like oh, what is a bucket list property that we haven't haven't got to touch yet um you know that's it's really it's really hard to think of like okay well what what is next um, <laughs> you know it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see you know what is the next one that Oh, yeah, I remember that <laughs> you know what was there? We haven't done.
1: do you guys have um like with different properties or you know um titles and and all that? Do you guys have like set things that like are kind of your bread and butter, and then you do these like experimental and out there things just to you know test and you know have fun with it but like what what is kind of like your main? Gig, if if that's the right word, with, like, different things, if you have one. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, what we try and do is we try and figure out what our clients need. Um, you know, we try and figure out, okay, what is the problem that you need us to solve? Um, A lot of times it is just creating a really fun and engaging experience so that fans can connect with, you know, property that they enjoy, like Superman or Ghostbusters or Jurassic World, Um, you know, sometimes it is more on kind of the enterprise side of, you know, okay, we have this business goal that we are trying to to do. How do we use technology to do that? Um, We like to really start kind of, you know, and we have clients who come to us and say like, you know, this is it exactly, right? We don't need you to figure anything out. We just need you to execute this concept for us. And, you know, we're happy to do that. And, you know, that, that concept can be as fleshed out or as bare bones as they're comfortable with, and we'll get them there. Um, but, you know, what we love to do is to really, you know, partner with a client and say like, hey, look, you're trying to get into AR. You're trying to figure out what is your metaverse strategy. And you don't even know what metaverse means because really nobody does, Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, let's let's help guide you on and figure out what are your objectives, you know, what is your measure for success? How can we move the needle for you? How can we how can we build that? How can we execute that? How can we measure and evolve that process for you and come up with a, a holistic solution that that solves your problem? Um, that's where I think, you know, outside of our our pure, you know, like are amazing creative and are super talented and, and robust technical executions, you know, outside of all that,
3: just raw creativity. I think that's where we really excel. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you know, we,
2: we do. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, I mean, we do, we do everything under the sun from, you know, websites to apps, to, Social lenses, um, to really just you know consultation andership you know we'll, we'll do um we'll do whatever whatever fits the bill. You um, know, whatever our clients need.
1: It's interesting, like just to, like multifaceted and like because you look at all these, like I said, different items and things, and the approach seems different and. Um. What do you think the percentage is like, like if I'm a client, like you said, they come to you like, Hey, we don't need you to do anything. This is what we're looking for. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Like, do you like, yo, we can do that. And then you kind of make like a side thing and like, well, we could also do this. And <laughs> like blow their minds with something, you know, that they weren't even expecting. Um, oh yeah. You know, does that happen often? Cause that, like you said, like, a lot of these people like they hear the word you know metaverse and they're like oh we better get in on that even though no one like i said nobody knows what that means (laughs) um they just come to you and they don't you can kind of tell like they don't know (sighs) what what's going on so that's where i you know i was thinking like you pull that out and be like how about this and just their head Uh, goes
2: for sure yeah um you know we we are it it's it's sometimes uh you know we've been doing this so long that we sort of forget you know what what our level of understanding is and how it differs from from someone who you know is brand new to the space or who has never heard of AR before or, or doesn't know what XR means um and you know it is really exciting to kind of be able to open people's eyes to that and say, like, hey, look, you know, you thought you wanted something in Decentraland because you needed to check a box, right? Your boss is asking you for something, and and you're like, okay, well, here, here, I read this on the internet. Can you do this? And to be able to say, okay, let's start from a little bit of education, you know, figure out, okay, well, why do you think you need that? Here, hearing that, what do we think might be a better fit or, you know, you're, you're spot on, you know, that's exactly what you need. Here's how we can do it. Um, That kind of collaboration is really exciting, but, you know, we have pitched, you know, like I said, we've been around for 17 years. So we've pitched a lot of stuff to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And our junk drawer of bad ideas (laughs) is absolutely overflowing. Um, and there's a lot of times where it's like, it was a bad idea for this client, but it is perfect for this other client. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we get to, or, you know, like we were talking about earlier, where like the technology just wasn't there to execute it before, but now in two years, like, all right, let's dust that off. Cause it's going to be super easy and way cooler than we thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah. I was going to say like, you know, sometimes you got to go back to the junk drawer and just pull something out. Like I was just explaining oh, yeah. the concept, like my wife we've been married five years now <laughs> it's like i was trying to tell her like every house needs that junk drawer and here's why <laughs> like you know it, it was funny but like you mentioned the junk drawer of ideas and stuff like that but like it, it, it is interesting to hear like whether it was technology or not a fit but you kind of go back there pull it out and make it work later on one way yeah. or another like it's really
3: interesting
2: yeah um, yeah, and, and you know, like, there's definitely no shortage of, of new ideas either. Um, you know, that's why technology is so cool, is because it's always changing, right? You know, and we're no. always looking for that. Okay, what's next? What beta program did we get put into now? You know, what can <laughs> we build? Uh, you know, with this, that you know, okay, maybe we don't have a client for it, but we want to figure out. What does this mean? How could we use it? Um and you know, we're a growing organization and, and you know, making sure that everybody is aware of all of the the new innovations and the new, you know, the next new hotness is is a challenge, right? You know, we've got yeah. a ton of people who are, you know, new to the space or new to the the organization and just like, you know, making sure that everybody is, you know armed with as much information as, as you can, you know, I'm sure you're, you're familiar with just how much drinking from the fire hose it takes (laughs) to stay up on, on every, you know, new piece of technology.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to mention like, you know, we normally talk to like game devs and stuff and, you know, they're working on something for a year or two. And like, especially in VR being newer and niche like that, Like, just like the menu system, like Half-Life X, for example, is like the most popular VR game, you could argue. But, you know, they were working on it so long, like that menu system is a flat (laughs) menu system that, again, kind of pulls you out of immersion. But, you know, you can't really get around that. You're working on it. Sure. Whereas, like, with what you guys do, it seems like, and I don't know, like, if, if one project takes six months, a year for you, I don't know, but it seems like, you guys are maybe able to move a little faster. You know, it's a different space, obviously, from game dev, but Mm -hmm. it seems like you can turn things around a little quicker and actually, like, implement newer technology a lot quicker than, you know, other practices that are kind of in a similar space. That's got to be exciting, but both, like you're saying, like, you have to then stay on top of what is hot and new and, you know, what makes Mm -hmm. sense and keep, you know, ride that dragon (laughs) or catch them at (laughs) least.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Our projects do tend to be smaller than games just because, you know, we're we're dealing with advertising budgets, not, you know, AAA uh, studio money, which would be amazing. Uh, If there's a AAA studio money out there, you know, call me. Um, (laughs) But, but, you know, we we do build, you know, smaller, faster things. Um, And there's a spectrum, right? You know, like a Snapchat lens is going to be faster than typically a website and a website is going to be faster than a full-blown app and a full-blown app is going to be faster than a, a, you know, a big VR experience. Um, uh, you know, so, so there's a spectrum, but you know, it is advertising is all about being first. Um, so there is, you know, it is very much, uh, swim or die and you have to be always trying to push Push the bounds and figure out what is the next thing to be first at, um, and to to kind of like have that drive for innovation and and novelty in your DNA is is really exciting, um, and you you really just can't ever rest and be like okay yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna do that again and again and again you know yeah. um, you know I think I think maybe someday we'll we'll get to the point where we have products like that and it is just you know kind of a a widget right and we just you know sure you want the widget here's the widget you know but everything we do is so bespoke and so customized to fit the needs of our clients that you know we really do have to um you know keep pushing those boundaries every single time which is super fun but also very challenging
3: yeah
1: well it's been awesome talking to you. I I have many more questions. We we'll, we can save for another time. But I also yeah, don't want to sure. hold you hostage. We got started a little late, so uh, make sure you you're not. I don't want to be your entire evening because that's not fun for anybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been great.
1: I appreciate you guys reaching out and and chatting and joining us and sharing your time and your stories. Like again, so much more to talk about. going on but um i'm really you know as as a vr person you know when i see you guys doing this like i said in the start bringing technology to the mass the masses and all that and you know helping things get adopted quicker that's really awesome Yeah. um seems like you guys obviously you've been around 17 years you know what you're doing and you do it really well and like some of these apps, like and I'm a technology person. It's so like, I haven't even seen some stuff that's just on the shizzle reel. Where it's like, that's really cool. Like, and go check those things out. So, um, anyone watching, listening, like, like always, they'll have links in the show notes on both the video and audio and like, you know, check out their website, trigger XR and then see what they do. And, um, uh, again, like. I don't know what you got planned next, but just like having the, the Bowl stuff going on and stuff like that's, I don't know. That's gotta be so exciting. That's so huge. (laughs) I'm not even a sports person and, you know, (laughs) you know, I don't know. That's just guys kind of blow my mind. Like you guys are starting talking to me and I was like looking into things. I'm like, Holy crap. Like there's just, you know, more stuff here. And like, (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) It's gotta be exciting. And you guys, you know, I'm glad to hear. Like, like that just sounds awesome. Like, you're getting to to play with stuff that you know you loved as a kid, and like work with those titles and franchises and stuff. So, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, well, and and thank you. And if you ever want to hear uh, just some really interesting war stories about any of these projects, let me know. And I'll. <laughs> I'll uh... I'll let you know how how the soup got made.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. This is like again, um, we're obviously in VR right now, so like <clears throat> definitely always interested in AR, and it's you know fun to check out on phones and stuff. But my excitement is you know merging the two and really like the future of that because I think they complement each mm-hmm. other so well. And there's so many possibilities, and you know the companies are doing such great jobs. You know we're getting to everyone's dream of you know mm-hmm. that compilation of both to where like again i'm not i don't want to i'll just keep repeating what we've said but like just seeing where the where all this technology is going to take us and where we land with it so yeah again man just yep. thanks again for your time check out trigger yeah. xr there's so much going on um like we were saying lego lego size lego ties i don't know what the proper word is Legasize yourself and (laughs) Uh, play with all the the mini-games and stuff. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for watching, Mm -hmm. listening, and hanging out. Um, Check us out. Um, Links in the show notes. And we'll be back next week. But, again, Danny Sparks. Sparks, sorry, from Traeger XR.
2: Yep. Uh, Thanks again and talk